I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we decided to channel our energy while trapped in quarantine to give you the definitive ranking of the Kingdom Hearts worlds, a list that you probably never asked for. But you need. Maybe. Full disclosure, we know nothing about games. But we are experts in Kingdom Hearts. Sort of. World by world, we're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So let's escape into the beautiful Disney worlds of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. A podcast. A podcast. There are many worlds, but they share the same sky. One sky, one destiny. One destiny, two friends, zero gaming experience. Except for Kingdom Hearts. Ryan. Brooke. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> we sure are. We've been friends for what? 11 years? 11 years, yeah. 11 was the age that I was when I started playing Kingdom Hearts. So there, there are many connections. What was your first introduction to Kingdom Hearts? I was drawn to it through Disney. Disney was like my gateway drug into Kingdom Hearts because the most video games I played were like Super Nintendo. And so like very 2D. And we found out that this game that like incorporated Disney worlds that you could like go romp around in. When, when did Kingdom Hearts come out again? Let's see. Uh, I just Googled Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that got me nothing. That's the news ticker in my mind always. Just like like Kingdom Hearts on repeat. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, that's the name of this podcast. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, 2002, wow, March 28th, 2002. So I, we would have been 10 and my brother and I would just play. By play, I mean he would read me the guidebook and I would do what it says <laughs> because I get very overwhelmed in RPG games when it's just like, Go explore the world, which is why this playthrough is giving me a lot of anxiety. Oh, is that your yeah. challenge to yourself? You're not using the guide? You told me I'm not allowed to. Well, I, was, I was being <laughs> coy and setting you up for this, but I know. Yeah, okay, so you're not using the guide. Um, what about you? What was your your foray into Sora and Friends? I had a friend that I always had sleepovers with, and he would introduce me to video games because I didn't have a game system until Christmas of 2002. And I remember I got Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on PS2, which was a big deal for me. But mm. all my friends were kind of like, you don't have any adult games. Here's an adult game. It's called Kingdom Hearts, which looking back is hilarious. <laughs> it's not an adult game. <laughs> I remember being obsessed, but I remember watching him play the beginning, which we're going to talk about today. And not seeing very many clues that it was actually a Disney game. I'm like, are you making fun of me? Are you trying to entice me into something with Disney characters, knowing that the other shoe will never drop? It doesn't, it takes some work to get to the Disney. Why are we here? Should we, should we? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it, now it's time to discuss. So for me, when I moved, I moved to Los Angeles from New York um, in January of 2019. And Kingdom Hearts 3, which they had been talking about making for literally like 10, at least 10 years, came out and I was like, oh my God, I don't have a PlayStation. Like, how am I going to figure out a way to play this? And then I got this, I hit this low point and Kingdom Hearts has like been a part of my life. Like, I remember, I think I texted you, Ryan. There was like a, 
a dark time in 2016, as we all are remember and we're aware of and no need to bring up past traumas. But um, I would just watch the cut scenes on YouTube for Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, because it was like, <laughs> it, it like helped me calm down. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I have such a strong memory of them that they I just like, they're like old friends that I wanted to FaceTime with. Um, and so I was like, okay, how do I access gameplay? And I couldn't. And then I found Twitch and I started watching gameplays on YouTube and on Twitch. And I was like, this is too much. I've gone too far. And so I like splurged and I got myself a PS4 and I bought myself like the whole thing. And I hid it from my roommates for six months, almost. I would hide in my room and play it on PS4 Pro Play on my computer. And then when they would be at work, I would sneak it out into the living room and play it on the big TV. And then one day my roommate came home from work early and caught me. And it was like, you would have thought I was like self completing on the couch. I was so shocked. I was like, you caught me. And he was like, what's going on? And I was like, I have a secret PS4. And he was like, this is the most insane thing you've ever done. So from 2019 to January, 2020, I I played through all the Kingdom Hearts series, which is good because I have a, a slight enough memory where maybe I can get through it without the guide and also on proud mode, which we'll talk about later. I love what a big secret it was. It's a serial killer thing of me. <laughs> like, and, and and now you feel confident enough to share your secret with the world. Congratulations. I'm working on being vulnerable. Thank you. <laughs> How did you come back to it? Oh, man. I mean, I think, you know, we all have our comfort food, our comfort material. And, you know, mine has been Harry Potter. But now that J.K. Rowling's a turf... Uh, you know, I, it, I feel weird about it. So once quarantine started, I was like, I could reread all the Harry Potters. But then my brother was talking about getting an Xbox. And we were going through the different games you could download. And I saw the Kingdom Hearts story so far. And my brother used to play with me like you and your brother, we used to watch each other play and he'd do well and I die, but we just kind of support each other. Mm -hmm. And so I said, this is going to be my blast from the past nostalgia comfort food during quarantine. But then I didn't realize that I had never played the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. I had never played Birth by Sleep. Uh, and uh, I had never played Chain of Memories on anything except for the Game Boy. So it was the right amount of reliving things that I loved when I was 10. It's like if there was an extra Harry Potter book that I found out existed that I didn't know about. It's also because it's Disney. I feel like I'm rediscovering my love for this series that's very over the top, but also like makes me very emotional all the time. Yeah, and rooted in a lot of like heart. And I remember, because I didn't start replaying it. I like finished it in January and I was like, mama needs a break. And <laughs> when quarantine started, I got the switch. So I've been, I've been in Animal Crossing land. <laughs> We're trapped in our houses, but like, you have to just like do errands on Animal Crossing. And I was like, this is what I miss. And I had a moment like the, the, it was my birthday last week and the Animal Crossing villagers threw me a surprise party and I cried because. Oh my God. Are they real <laughs> was, people? I've never played. No, they're computers. And they like, like the game <laughs> the game started and it was like, Brooke, I've been waiting for you to wake up. Come with me. And it like took me to a house that was like them all dancing and giving me presents. It was amazing. Mind you, I, I should say that I just turned uh, 28. <laughs> I feel like that's important to know. But I was thinking about how like the whole like thesis of Kingdom Hearts and I think why we, at least why I love it and why I think it resonates with so many people. It's about 
um, you know, friendship and being separated from your friends. And I feel like that's a very uh, app- appropriate issue <laughs> of sorts in the in the time of, of Corona, the novel coronavirus. You know, you and I both have friends that are all over the world and in different cities. And there's a lot of talking about, you know, we may not be in the same place all the time, but our hearts are connected. They speak to each other. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I feel in this weird Final Fantasy speak. Um, It's articulating something that if you said it to someone in real life would sound ridiculous. Well, should we, should we dive into the, into the opening? Should we, let's, let's just dive in because it, revisiting it is different than I, than I remembered it being. We have the long intro where we get a, a dream sequence and we get simple and clean. We see uh, Riku in the waves. We see fall, a lot of falling in just a black screen. And then we land on some stained glass. Totally. And right? I should point out that when I was when I was, you know, 10 or 11, Riku and the Wave was was an awakening for me. Oh, yeah. Riku's hot. Riku can get it. And, and at that point, not sure if Riku's a man or a woman when you mm. first start the game, which maybe says something about my development. True words were never spoken. <laughs> Who is this hot person? So, okay, so the game begins and you're immediately given a choice. You are thrust on stained glass and you have a sword, a shield, and what we come to know as a mages staff. And you have to choose one and give up another. And I'm curious, Ryan, what you kept and what you gave up. Let's, Let's see if we can guess for each other. I feel like you take the staff Mm -hmm. and you give up the sword. Wow, completely incorrect. But what's funny (laughs) is that I, I made my decision and then I started playing and I was like, I'm an idiot because I love using magic. So the fact that I didn't choose the one that gives you a stronger magic, I had to think critically because I'm playing on proud mode. And so I, oh, I yeah. took the sword because I think based on my knowledge that like, I know it ha- obviously has something to do with your strength and your attack. And then I gave up the shield, which is probably why I died by the heartless in Traverse Town. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> defense, who needs her? And then I immediately this morning was like, I have to go buy protect chains. And I did. And then I beat <laughs> it in a fell swoop. I'm going to say that you, because it's also like it tricks you. Because it's like you go and you're like, let me talk about this. And it's like, like this represents friendship. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you took the shield and gave up the staff. Wow. Um, completely incorrect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about each other. Um, no, I actually did the exact opposite. I take the, I take the staff every time. I love the staff because it gives you scan earlier. And I like to know how far I have to go. Uh, yeah. Not having scan is like, not having scan and not having dodge roll. I just got dodge roll, but like, and like block, like I underestimate how much I use those skills when you don't have them. That's the thing is once like, I've never broken my pattern because I know what I know and I'm afraid to change and like not have something that is essential. So you're on destiny islands. We're on, we land on an Island. You're a little boy. You before you even meet Riku and Kyrie, you meet these three randos who I've based on my like reading of things are characters from the Final Fantasy game, I think. 
And so if you're coming into this game from a Final Fantasy standpoint, these people are probably nostalgic for you. I, however, am like, when do I get Donald and Goofy? And so then you're asked another three questions. I picked friendship. I value friendship. I don't want to be indecisive and I long to broaden my horizons. Okay. And And I have no idea what those influence in the game. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently it has something because you start at midday or you start in the morning or something. It has some sort of effect. I don't actually know what. I think I'm afraid of getting old. I think I also want to broaden my horizons. And I think friendship is is my is my thing. Did this feel in the same vein of like when you take the sorting hat quiz? It's like, well, do I actually want power or do I actually want friendship? <laughs> and you mm-hmm. have to wrestle with that within yourself. I think I want to have Sora energy, but probably have Riku energy. You're a Kyrie. We've talked about this. <laughs> See, I think I would want to hang out with all the villains, but like not succumb to darkness. Just like be like a fun mm-hmm. presence among them. Not you might be more of a Terra. That flatters. Yeah, Terra fucks. And then, well, let's be honest, like, I resonate really strongly with Donald more than anyone. <laughs> I He is a Gemini like me. His birthday was June 9th. Happy birthday, Donald. Um, he is small. He has a temper. He likes attention. And he has a great butt, which are all things that I have and am. Famously. Famously. Yeah. So I'm Donald. Who do you think's like more right as friends for Sora? Do you think he should be with like humans like Riku and Kairi in this weird competitive sort of sexual relationship? Maybe I'm reading too much into that. Or this like very, I would say it's an easy friendship with with Goofy and Donald, but it misses it misses some of the dynamics that I mean, all my male friendships I feel like are somewhat competitive. So I identify more with the Riku Sora relationship, but I have also never been friends with a dog and a duck. <laughs> That really got me. I think that like, I don't know. I do think that Sora and Riku grow apart and that is a source of contention like through the series. And then Kairi and Sora obviously are more of a romance by the end. Why can't everyone be friends? That's kind of the point of Kingdom Hearts. That's true. Like he has to make choices about who he's going to be loyal to. And he seems to pick Donald and Goofy more. But they're all on the same, but they're all on the same team. Well, he spends the first game trying to using Donald and Goofy to find Riku and Kairi. True, but he runs into Riku a lot and he kind of pisses him off. And Riku feels like, oh, you've replaced me with this duck and this dog. Well, yes, they have misunderstandings as 11 year olds are wont to do. (laughs) I never did, but. Back to the Destiny Islands, though. How do you feel about the world? There's a lot of scavenger hunts, but I really don't think a seagull egg, a rope, a cloth, uh, and three fish are going to sustain you for very long if you're trying to sail away from home. Just a critique. The ceiling, but also a coconuts. Oh, coconuts. I liked Destiny Islands because I knew how to do it. And what did you name the raft? <laughs> Dial named it, and it's like Destiny Tub or something stupid. <laughs> Destiny Tub. Destiny Tub. But don't you always get to name it? No, you don't. So when my brother and I were playing, he wanted to name it, uh, big boobies all caps 
and uh, he he gave it to me to win. So like the characters, whenever they're talking, be like, let's take big boobies out for a, a spin. So we're still 11 years old in many ways. And I lost. I always get to the star first, but then I can't get back quick enough. Like I jump on the trees and Riku pushes me off or I fall off the trees. So I'm very impressed. I practiced. <laughs> Before the race, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. That would make me love Destiny Islands. Maybe I'm like resentful of the fact that I never win that race and that colors my whole experience. And I learned quickly because I I beat I also was able to beat him once in the like wood sword fight, which I never have, and I think that something I'm learning about this playthrough because I'm on proud mode and because I can't look at things, like I feel like because I have no knowledge of gaming, I'm just like bash 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 fight 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 when like a lot of these bosses require you to like dodge and block and wait until they do this thing before you attack and so i'm like oh i'm like gonna become a better game player probably through this challenging challenge well what do you think of destiny island i think it's a good like tutorial level like i do think that it is a practical level in that it like teaches you all the things you need to know in the game and it helps you get to know the dynamics between the three of them I love the other concept of the papau fruit. I think it's a, a, what is our ranking system? I think we should give it a number out of 10. Out of 10? But before we do that, this is one thing I want to do for all the worlds and please humor me. I'd like us together to um, sing as much of the music as we can, acapella. Oh, Oh no. I don't think I remember Destiny Islands at all. Well, I'll I'll start you off. Um, Okay, go for it. can, Can you count me in, please? I did buy the the soundtrack on CDs when I was about 12 years old and I would listen to it in my room. My God. Dark. Okay, well, now I'll know, because it's funny, because I was listening to the Traverse Town one today, and I was like, oh, I love it so much, but I, I don't, again, I don't I don't think I could recall it for you right now, mm, but wow, we'll that there. was really amazing. Well, is it helpful if I can do the, I can do the, do, 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 wow that's well when i have a job not in the quarantine i I teach yoga and for shavasana i've used that title sequence before and i've also used an edm remix of it in a sculpt class and people like it and i'm like you don't know what it is though if that ever comes on a dance floor i'm gonna go crazy i'm gonna dodge roll all over the dance floor <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna slide dash like no one's ever slide dashed before. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so I think my ranking for Destiny Islands is gonna be a seven because it tells the story, it introduces the relationship between the kids, it, it has a really nice sense of mystery. The tasks are character based, um, like the race to share the Pau Poo fruit with Kyrie. That always stuck with me because I always lost. I'm like, would I have been able to share the fruit if I won? But it, it was just a joke, apparently. 
because they split it. What's your rating? I think I think I'm gonna give it a six because I, I agree with you, but I do wish that like it was a little more of a tutorial. That it was like this is how like like I just like my frustration throughout this whole through all of one is that it's just like good luck and it's like find a fish and you're like what (laughs) it's honestly good that that giant heartless came and blew their island apart otherwise they would have died on that raft i also died playing the giant heartless and i was like who is this brooke who can't like you play that you play that villain so many times in this game which i think is like the manifestation of sora's darkness i think is what that villain technically is the dark side it's got like a i don't know kind of a nice body though of course, as most of the characters do. Missing abs. Ryan historically has wonderful abs. <laughs> Emphasis on historically, because quarantine has not been good <laughs> to the abs. <laughs> need, a, need a little sculpting. Um, okay, yeah, that's that feels like a, a pretty cohesive overview of Destiny Islands. Let's move on to the main event, though, which is Traverse Town. Well, the island gets it, it absolutely wiped out. Yes, there's a giant ball of energy that kind of absorbs the whole island and somehow we end up in traverse town where the lost souls go ryan can you hit us with the beginnings of the traverse town theme oh my gosh i've been waiting for this okay <clears throat> can you count me in please one two oh one two three four do 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 yes Yeah. The Traverse Town theme bops. Unfortunately, this is the only game where we ever get to experience Traverse Town. I feel like we go back in two. When? Or do we go to Twilight Town? Twilight Town takes over for Traverse Town. Oh, I do love Traverse Town. You never forget your first town. You never do. You never. And it's it seems like for livability, I would love to live in Traverse Town. First of all, it's always dark. There's a hotel. It's everything's very clean. It's very neon. There are mm-hmm. fountains. There are fountains, yes. There are stores. Cafes. There are so many secret doors. There's a shop full of gizmos. Yes. So you get to Traverse Town and you like Scooby-Doo around with Donald and Goofy. And let me tell you, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I know where to go. I know what I'm supposed to do. What the fuck do I do? Because I was like, Ryan, what do I do? And he was like, go here. And I was like, I did. And he was like, then go here. And I was like, I did. And then he was like, and then go <laughs> back here. And then I was like, I'm there right now. And then I talked to someone and it would trigger a cutscene. <laughs> it's like, how are you supposed to know that really? But it's setting up the entire game, which is basically like you need to just explore everything until it triggers a progression in the plot. Okay. I love Traverse Town, the world. I hate Traverse Town the level. At least part one of Traverse Town, because you do revisit it later in the game. True. Many times throughout the game. Because I will say that something that is not in Kingdom Hearts 1 that exists in all the other games is the the idea of the Moogle shop, which is like a portable item thing. But I think mm. in Kingdom Hearts 1, the only place that there's like an accessory and item purchasing is at in Traverse Town. So you have to continuously go back. Have yep. you ever, ever spent any energy leveling up your gummy ship? I've actually tried this time and it is so confusing and so not user friendly that I'm just like, why? I I just want to get through it as as fast as possible and I don't want to die. So no, I just, I don't want to spend any more time on it than I need to. What about you? I love that. 
I, I tried last time and I was like, I don't get it. I have the blueprint. Can you give me the things? And then I was like, now I have to do what with it? And then I stopped. Rightfully so. If there's any listener out there who has ever experienced the gummy ship building process in a positive way, please let us know. Let us know. You know who does get his moment in the sun in Birth by Sleep is Stitch. Yeah. And like, couldn't give us fucking Cusco. They give us Stitch. Thank you. I thought you were going to speak positively of Stitch in relation to Cusco. Because like, I think, why would you have Stitch when you could have Cusco? Why would you have, I mean, even the Tangled World in 3, you could have Machu Picchu. Maybe they did it out of respect for Eartha Kid. Oh, may she rest. Yeah, but I want Kronk. I just need Kronk. Why could it have been Kronk? Instead of Ratatouille. Let me make things with Kronk. <laughs> oh my god. And Patrick Warburton, who's the voice of it, like would be so down. Justice for the Emperor's new groove. Yeah. So that's what we need in Kingdom Hearts 4. I'm keeping a I'm keeping a list of worlds I need. Yeah. I also want Traverse Town to come back. I want another shot at Traverse Town. Oh, because the reason why Traverse Town doesn't come back is is I think as a store is a plot point because Traverse Town exists only because the people who live there, their worlds have been wiped out. And when you restore the worlds at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, all those people go back to their respective worlds. And then Twilight Town is its uh, is a world in and of itself, so it takes its place. I think is that is my dramaturgy of the end of Traverse Town. I think that's right. But like, think of how cheap the real estate prices are. Like if I could live somewhere in any of the worlds, it'd probably be Traverse Town because no one lives there. I could like build a, a flat above Pongo and Perdita's and, and Pinocchio lives in Traverse Town now with Geppetto. Well, yeah, they can't, they can't stay in that whale forever. Yeah, because that's true. That's a fun question. If you could, well, I guess you answered it, but if you could live in any of the worlds, you would pick Traverse Town. I feel like it's the least drama. In Kingdom Hearts 1, I think I would still want to live in Hollow Bastion because you have that like floaty rock area. You have a beautiful library. I'm partial to the beast. I love I love Hollow Bastion. <laughs> but but where would you eat? Like where would you get food? I don't know. You take that up with Lumiere. Well, Lumiere's not there. <laughs> You're right. Peace Castle is its own thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean like I would be so down for Hollow Bastion, but it's hollow. It was but a former bastion. bastion. It was a bastion <laughs> that is well, now. No, it was, what's the name of the town that actually is? That's you get to meet it. You meet it in Birth by Sleep. Radiant Garden. <laughs> See, like I just, I feel like Radiant Garden feels like a like a medieval town, whereas Traverse Town feels like there would be a good bar there. It feels like neighborhoody. It, uh, you could raise a family and it, you could feel safe. Besides the harvest. Okay, what drinks do you think that Donald and Goofy take down at the end of their day with Sora? I'm smacking this one back to you because I right. I don't know if can they drink alcohol? I don't know. I think that Donald likes like a rye Manhattan. And I think Goofy likes a pina colada. Like Goofy likes Goofy likes like a curved shapely cup. And I think that Donald likes a big a big ice cube. I just realized something in this moment. You know how like Donald has Daisy and yeah. Goofy has a son. Yeah. It's so funny because I actually wa- – in this in this world, he doesn't talk about Max. But I just watched a Goofy movie last week on a, on a FaceTime date. It's a good movie. And then I think the plot of an extremely Goofy movie is that go- our Goof – the Goofman starts dating. And it's problematic for Max. Yeah. I just, I just feel like he needs to acknowledge that he has a child. This could be pre-Max. We don't know when Kingdom Hearts is. It's always <laughs> – 
Yeah, this is a young goof in his prime. Speaking of in the prime, I mean, like, I'm not saying I want to, like, make Kingdom Hearts smutty. I would hook up with Aladdin so fast. And be like, you know, we can, like, stay friends. Our hearts are still connected, but we can still see other people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kingdom Hearts is is the foundation of an open relationship. (laughs) Yeah, it's just friendship. Like, this isn't, like, a thing, but, like... I've locked this world. I actually don't know if it's possible for me to come back here, but know that, like, you and this time and our time together was, like, so meaningful. But, like, truly, like, I just think your world is sealed, and I don't... uh, But, like, loved being here. Like, Kingdom Hearts, Sora is the OG fuckboy. Totally. And, but but then I'll show up and be like, hey, sorry, I forgot there was like uh, a Trinity here that I didn't do. So like, you want to be in my like party again? And then yeah. just pick up where they left off. And then in Kingdom Hearts 2, it comes back and it's like, hey, you up? <laughs> I can guarantee you. Okay, for next week, I'm going to find some fanfic to, to do a reading of for us. Oh my god, yes. I'll try to find I, a fanfic that is for each week that is appropriate for each world. That that makes me very happy. <laughs> um what can I contribute? Well, you're you're oh. our one man band. Oh, well, that's true. Okay. Well, I'll I'll brush up on my music. Okay, so let's talk about like the the Traverse Town boss. I just want to point something out about the guard armor. In Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, it's sort of like red and yellow and blue and gray. Right? Sort of the color yeah. scheme. Guard armor, <laughs> Sora, and the amazing Technicolor guard armor. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber, get on it. Um, <laughs> yes. So I died, I'm not exaggerating, nine or ten times fighting the guard armor. I was so upset. I was yelling, and then I had to put it away, and I revisited it this morning. And again, I, as I said, I went to Sid, my hot my daddy to daddy and i got some protect <laughs> chains <laughs> and i said daddy i need a protect chain and so i loaded up because not only is our hp low and i ground i ground i grinded a little bit so i got a, an hp boost as well and then i went in and i i was like all right hands feet body let's go and i was okay i got curb stomped by that fucking armor so many times that shit takes you out so in one swoop it's like if that toe taps you you're out oh especially if you throw away the shield in the beginning Uh, apparently but i learned my lesson and i will be spending a lot of energy on defense armor when i first played the guard armor that was like a weak endeavor for me as like a young child also the old guard armor is purple if you don't believe me look it up ask the dishes i am gonna look it up Um, ask the dishes i am gonna look it up the og uh guard armor is purple um they updated a lot of colors in the final mix just to be like look we've been here we've we've spruced things up and i don't always agree with their choices kind of like it better purple but you know i wonder why they changed it makes no sense to me um but i also have to say one of my favorite cutscenes is right after you defeat the guard armor and you see all the disney villains gathered what an iconic i want to be at that party replace me i'm tapping in for oogie boogie because i don't care but those are honestly some of my favorite villains mine too they did a great job picking out powerful intimidating villains they're the fun ones like ursula incredible hades a blast jafar i just feel like gaston fits in more with that squad than oogie boogie does but again i don't have a connection i agree i do feel like gaston wouldn't be very collaborative with a bunch of villains they all have egos like that's they're all vain 
and they're all using it. Like Clayton, what was Clayton even in that meeting of the minds? No, right? No, no, no. I feel like Clayton, I, I feel like he wouldn't fit in at that party because his designs are, you know, kind of human and not ambitious. Like everyone else wants to like take over the universe and mm. Clayton just wants to kill gorillas and Gaston just wants to be hot and marry Belle. Can you add Pocahontas to the list? Because what a fucking blast that would have been. Grandmother Willow, imagine like instead of Merlin, like Merlin could have just fucking hung out with Grandmother Willow. Put that on the list because those would be two incredible worlds. And and I think there are some good good villains there, right? Well, it's a similar vibe to Clayton. The white man. You're fighting the white man. Which, honestly, that's the video game we need right now. Truly, I mean, of of the time. And actually, I want to point out Princess and the Frog. I was thinking Princess and the Frog. Imagine fucking going down the bayou. So fun. Oh, put on the list. And who's the the witch doctor villain? Doctor. Oh, no. It's something. It's something I don't. I don't know. Oh, people are petitioning to make Splash Mountain a Princess and the Frog. There's a big. We can talk about this later. There's a big petition to change Splash, the theme of Splash Mountain. At Disney World and Disneyland because its source material is Song of the South, which is uh, yes. extremely problematic. And it's weird that it still exists because you cannot find Song of the South on any plat. Like, it is impossible to find the film. So, like, the fact that it, like, still re- like remains immortalized in this ride is, like, a little bit bizarre. But it's, like, they don't – they use the characters but not any of the plot, obviously <laughs> – but inherently, it is still extremely racist. I'm gonna find that petition and sign it. <laughs> back to back to Traverse Town. Okay, yeah, uh, Traverse Town is it's restful, and I love that you go back for another equally fulfilling, maybe more fulfilling visit. Yeah, yeah. Let's cut the shit. Like, what what's your rating of Traverse Town? Like, we can talk in circles for days, but we need to put <laughs> a number to it. So Traverse Town one. P part one. Yeah. You're not going to be happy with me. I'm giving okay. it a four. Oh, I like the world, but I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Why am I here? Where am I going? I, I think that that will be a different for part two when you're actually, when you're doing other things, but uh, yeah, it's a four from me, dog. Okay. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to give it points for the adrenaline of being in a new place. Um, this mm. is where Disney starts to converge with the the main story. Music, obviously, very very soothing. It's the best theme of the whole game. Yeah, which which matters mm. which matters to, to some people. I don't know. Um, mm. And there's a nice hotel. Um, mm. I think that the boss is fun, and you get that Disney villain cutscene. So I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six. I understand that it could be more exciting, but for livability, for you know, a place to call a home base. I think the second round is better, but like for an intro, like I'd give it a, a six as a world. And that's all things considered pretty good. All right. I, honestly, that was lower than I thought you were going to give it. So that means you're being honest and I appreciate that in, in a friend. Uh, thank you. I mean, our hearts are connected and um, I can only strengthen that bond by, by being honest about my memories. I yeah, will so. say I did have a really bad therapist for a time my first therapist in LA was like really bad. Like should, she should be not a therapist. But one of the things she told me was that I liked kingdom hearts because I was like, I was like, I had built up so many walls around my own heart. And she like tried to like lean into me. And I was like, I think I just like this game. 
Like, I don't think I've, <laughs> I'm drawn to Kingdom Hearts because, like, because I was talking about, like, I, I don't know why this came up, but, like, you know, the, the Ansem boss at the end of this game has that, like, guardian, and she was like, well, what's your guardian? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean the guy that, like, the, the scary, like, skull strongman that flies around behind yes. him? Yes. Yeah, that protects him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the walls up. The walls up. For where, where was what she was implying, and I was like, F- "Fuck you, Linda." No, no, Linda. But anyone who takes Kingdom Hearts to repurpose it and turn it on someone it should have their license revoked. I agree. Well, Brooke, I think this was really illuminating, and yeah. I think we've we were really really honest, unsparing, and we have a list of three new worlds: uh, the Pocahontas world, the Princess and the Frog world, and the Emperor's New Groove world. I think that list is only going to grow. Yeah, I think so too. Any any last thoughts about the opening of the greatest game series I've ever played from a limited, <laughs> limited The greatest this certainly is the greatest game series that I've ever played. Um no, I guess all I have to say is that like until next time may our hearts stay connected. Our hearts will stay connected wherever we go. We'll have our hearts as one because that's what friendship really means. Although my heart may be weak, it's not alone. It's grown with each new experience, and it's found a home with all the friends I've made. I've become part of their heart just as they've become a part of mine. And if they think of me now and then, if they don't forget me, then our hearts will be one. I don't need a weapon. My friends are my power. Wow, what a fuckboy. Well, that wraps up this week's world. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're looking to connect our heart, follow us on Instagram at Kingdom Hearts underscore pod. And if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives, follow us. I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week with another Kingdom Hearts Worlds and Kingdom Hearts ratings. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast. <laughs>